Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Joe and Gavin here. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. And we're also broadcasting right now in our YouTube channels. How are you doing, Gavin? I'm good, Joe. And guess what? I've not even told you this. Look what I've got. Number two coach. Yes. <laughs> and we never even planned this. I was just looking at it and I was like, oh. <laughs> For those of you listening in, a student, I swear, sent this to me. I did not buy it for myself. This mug says best coach ever. And the bottom says number one. And Gavin kept on saying, hey, you stole my mug. And so uh, I sent, it's me or Sam, sent him a number two coach. Anyway, it's kind of funny. Nice. You got it back. Yeah, yes. it's back. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. uh, Gavin and I really um, love, I mean, one of my passions in this business, Gavin, is coaching people and helping them find breakthrough, do their first deal, finally break over that hump of doing one or two deals a month to five deals a month. And that's one of the reasons why I like working with you so much, Gavin, is you are really, really good at things that I'm not. Like I dive deep into the technical stuff. You're more of the motivator, the mindset guy. And yeah. so we, you know, there is no number one coach. No, no, it's, but it's good. And you're exactly right. I mean, there's so many people, I think, coming into the industry, you know, wanting to be coaches and, and that's great. Uh, but sometimes it has to be in you, right? Yeah. Um, it's something that, I mean, you can learn anything, but I obviously being as a golf pro, I was a coach for 10 years. So it's always in me to, to see people get better at whatever it is that they're doing. And you're exactly right. And, you know, we have some fun with it. Um, even though I still think you, uh, you mailed that to yourself, but you say you didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right. So in this video series, you know, we've talked before, we created this PDF called recession proof real estate investing a guide. It's a free PDF we get. Um, but we wanted to, it's like a 50 something page, kind of like a book, but we wanted to actually break it down into something simpler, shorter, more condensed. So we created this PDF of, it's like nine pages long of seven steps investors must take now to survive this recession that we're in. And things are changing. You already know, we don't have to talk about it. You know, interest rates are up, inflation is up, hedge funds are backing out of deals, the, the market is shifting. Days on market are way up, supply is way up, price drops, I'm seeing them like crazy everywhere. We're getting more and more sellers accepting creative financing lease option offers. So things are changing and we want you all listening to us right now to make these simple, minor adjustments and changes so that you can continue to do more deals. And in fact, if you set yourself up right, you'll actually be doing more deals than you ever have before because we're very optimistic about what's coming on in the market right now. and We want you to be prepared. So we're going to do a quick little seven-step video series here talking about each of the steps in this PDF. But if you want it, you can get it right now. I think you have to do the www, but you go to www.reiproof.com slash seven steps, www.reiproof.com slash seven steps. And the link is below the video, whether you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook right now. But the first step we're going to talk about is finding the buyers first. This is really important. It's always been important, but it's even more especially important in this market. Right, because number one, there's fewer buyers out there that are actually buying homes. There's still a lot of them, but it's more important than ever. You can't be sloppy anymore with your offers. 
Because before you could just make a stupid offer and you know there's going to be some stupid buyer that buys it. So, so, you know, you know what I mean? But now even more important than ever, you need to make sure you're focusing your marketing like a laser beam on the areas that have the highest demand. And you need to focus like a laser beam on who the best buyers are. Um, Gavin, as I'm going to share my screen here in just a minute, but like, talk about this a second. Why is finding buyers so important? And what are the yeah. things you want to know from these buyers? Absolutely. I mean, we said it, you said it at the start of the call, hedge funds is number one, right? Hedge funds pulling out shows that the market is changing. Um, in, in Alabama, I think we work with four or five, I think four have pulled out of the market, one have dropped their prices. Uh, buyers, our regular buyers now are pulling out of deals or they're reducing their prices. So as you just said, Joe, you can't now just come in and start offering crazy prices and still manage to get that spread. And I think there's been a lot of, over the last couple of years, um, anyone can do this business, right? Because you can make yourself look good. Even people that flip homes and, oh yeah, we made 40,000, but they didn't tell you that it sold 40,000 over asking price, right? And they got lucky. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be weeding out a lot of people in the industry that, that um, have been on an up uphill market. And now you've got to be getting more savvy. And it starts with the buyers finding out where they're buying, how many they're buying, do they have their finances in place? Um, what are they looking for? It's really important because even though that they will say, well, we'll buy anything, they won't buy anything, right? So you have to go, well, is there anywhere that you won't buy? Well, I'm not going to buy these zip codes, okay? And you have to build that relationship and understand what the buyer wants. I call it kind of like a VIP treatment, right? you got to build your network, build build your relationship with your buyer because then it becomes a lot a lot easier for you. Yeah, and in just a second here, I'm going to show you three different ways to find these buyers. Um, and the two of them are um, free. One of them is free and one of them is pre premium. Um, so let me just share my screen right now and I'll show it to you. Cool? Oh, no, no, I got to go here. Hide that. Boom. Oh, look at that. All right. First, of course, FreedomSoft. If you... Uh, FreedomSoft has been making a lot of really incredible changes lately um, to make this so much easier. And if you go right here to Tools and go to Zip Finder, um, I just picked at random a county. Gavin, let's go ahead and look at it. It's Marion County, Indiana. Now, Indiana has always been a hot market for turnkey real estate investors. What do you mean by that? Like, there's a lot of investors in California and I don't know Florida that are looking for cash flow. They can't get it there, so they look in markets like Indianapolis. Because a good, strong economy, you know, job growth, good middle class, blue collar people there. And you can find great rentals that you can rent there. So if, for example, here in FreedomSoft, if we went to Indiana and went to Marion County, again, if you're watching this, you can see what I'm doing. <laughs> if you're watching this, you can see what I'm doing. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or as a podcast, you need to go to the YouTube channel and check this out. Now, the time frame here, which is important because people are wondering like, oh no, the market's falling, the sky's falling, you know, what's going on? Well, let's just look at the last 30 days from when I'm doing this right now and see what kind of data we can get. Just as the last 30 days, are there actually investors still buying homes right now? Are they still like, or is, is this thing, is this all of the bad news? If you listen to it too, so much, it can kind of freak you out. So are there people actually still buying homes today? I think maybe... It didn't work. Maybe 30 days is too soon. Let's do 60 days here. There you go. It probably wouldn't be recorded. And stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. So there, you, you want to do 60 days. 
But here, look at this. In 46203, 41 transactions, 46218, there's been 35, 46222, 26. So all I need to do is click on those three buttons, click find buyers here. I did select. What did I do? It was just, I was testing this, I swear. Find buyers. Well, normally, I'll try this maybe next time we do this video. In fact, something's not right here. Something's not working. But let me show you list source. All right. We're going to go right here to investor absentee owners. Now, you can create a free account in list source to get this data. Um, doesn't mean you have to buy it. But let's go to county. Let's go to state, Indiana. Let's go to Marion County. There's 43,000 absentee owners, right? So let's go to next right here. Let's do single family one to four units. And I'm going to go right here to last market recording date, last three months. Add. Now, this is true what's going on now. When you're looking at, um, you can see there's 693 right there. When you're when you're looking at comps, when you're looking at buyers, you can't go back anymore six months, 12 months. You need to be going back sooner than that to get yeah. better comps and see who the more active buyers are. Okay, so there's 693, but there's actually going to be even more the last three months. If I go here, absentee owned, I'm going to say corporate owned, no preference. In the last three months, guys, been 2,400 transactions in Marion County, Indiana. Last three months. So as we're recording this July, that's since May, April, right? Um, and, and this is well into the whole hype and hysteria of the recession and inflation and high interest rates and all of that. There are still 2,400 transactions in the last three months in Marion County. So who are these buyers? What are they buying? Well, the way we like to do it here real quick is we'll purchase, pretend like we're purchasing the list here. We're going to go to purchase partial list. We're going to go to custom selection and we're going to do the drop down zip code. If I'm going through this really fast. I've done videos before about it on YouTube or you can just watch this and slow it down. Um, so what we have here is all of these zip codes listed out. Now you could just get a pen and paper, right? And just do a search I'm for manual. To say that. <laughs> what, yeah. What, what is the most like 46201 is a big one. There's been 210 transactions there. 46218 is a big one. 46203. So you can just write those down. Okay. Um, I have this little spreadsheet that I built. I like showing it off. I'm just going to copy those numbers. I'm going to put it right here in this little spreadsheet real quick. And then I'm just going to take these two, copy, paste them right here. Hopefully this works. Oh, boom. Look at that. Isn't that pretty, Gavin? Look at that. So we I'm see in four six. Huh? Yeah, great. It's awesome <laughs> when it works. <laughs> yeah, especially when it works. You can see here the top three, four, five zip codes. Um, if we go right here, these top uh, seven zip coders where 50% of the transactions are happening. They're still happening today. So you can go in and get a list of who those buyers are and you can go in and find what they're buying. Okay. Um, you can also do this in PropStream. If you go into Marion County real quick, you go to filter. We want owner-occupied. No. We want, um, let's not even do that. Let's keep it simple. We're going to do property characteristics. We want, let's just say single families, multifamilies, two to four. We're going to go up here to ownership info. We want last sale date. We're just going to go back three months. One, two, three, April 12th. All right. And click close. You can see they have about a thousand transactions here. You can also go in and you could even say ownership info. Show me all of the investors that bought that were out of state. There's 332 in the last three months transactions 
purchased by investors from outside of Indiana. So what does that tell you? These investors are still buying properties. And you can go in here and you can see who they are, who's buying them. Let's just look at one of them, for example, here. This is Christina Lane. Uh, Open Door Property Trust. I don't know if you've heard of Open Door, Gavin. Uh, I think so. Yeah, it rings rings a bell, that one. <laughs> Open Door. Now, this might have been, let's see when they actually closed on this. They, they bought it May 16th, two months ago. They bought it for two sixty five. Where is this property? Well, you can go in. We're not going to dive into the details of this, but like you can keep track of this stuff to find out who these buyers are, what are they buying, and you're going to get a real quick feel. Now, if this would work in FreedomSoft, I can't believe it's not. I'm going to try one more time because I was just testing it before we went live and it was working just fine because I want to show you one quick thing that you can do that is super powerful. All right, so we're going to pick the top. Let's just pick the top three zip codes. Click find buyers. Here we go. It is working now. Active buyer. All right, so it's just showing me the top three zip codes in Indiana, Indianapolis, Marion County. There they are. All right, I can select all pages but I'm just going to select um, this one page, 250. I can add them to a lead list. I'm going to create a new lead list titled Marion County Demo. All right, now I have, it's importing in here in just a minute. I'm going to have 250 property records in here and I can highlight them and with a couple clicks, I can skip trace all of them and then do a cold calling campaign to just get on the phone and talk to them. So it's going to take a minute to, to upload here. But like this is... What we're showing you guys is just super simple ways through FreedomSoft or ListSource or PropStream where you can find who the active buyers are and what they're buying. And this is why it's so important, just to kind of bring it home here and we'll wrap it up. Um, you want to be able to... It's, it's so much easier to sell what a buyer wants rather than what you have. Yeah. So if you find a deal that you think is a good deal and you go out and try to sell it, it's, it's going to be a lot harder. But if you know who the buyers are, you've talked to them, you have some kind of relationship with them, and you bring them what they've already told you they wanted, you can still command really, really high wholesaling fees because you know what they want. And you know, all right, well, this house and this zip code, they're paying 150 bucks a square foot or they're paying $100,000 for this type of house. So you know if they're going to buy it for 100 grand, you go in and offer 80 to the seller, yeah. right? Um, this is just going to be more important now than ever. Make sense? Yeah, and things... Uh as well like the least resistance for you as a business owner as well is that deals are moving still fast for you right when you've done this prep work ahead of time when you have a deal you already know who's going to buy it so things like when i say we sell we can sell a deal in 30 minutes like that's the reason it's not i'm looking for a new buyer and sell it in 30 minutes because i already have the buyers i have the relationship that's how we can move deals so quickly yep all right so i'm going to show you something here real quick because it's working now I mean, all those leads finished importing in. Let me click here. All right, so this is my FreedomSoft. I have um, 189 records in here. They removed the duplicates, okay? So if I highlight all 189, I can go here to more actions. I can skip trace these leads. It'll only charge me for the non-LLCs. All right, drag those over there. I click confirm skip trace. I'm going to skip 94 leads. 94 of all of them were non-LLCs. All right, I'm going to submit the order here. And as it's going, you'll see it's pending. And in just a minute, let me refresh my screen here. In progress, well, it's, yeah, it's almost done here. But what's going to happen is I'm going to find, I'm going to guess at 150 phone numbers. 
almost complete. Let me share my screen again now. Refresh. Complete. 56 leads complete, right? So I can go to that list now, my pipeline, Marion County. I'm going to go to all. I'm going to select all of them. I'm going to go right here to more actions. and I'm going to go to click to call dialer. A few buttons here and I can give them a name, select a phone number, and I can start calling them. I can remove the ones that have the do not call. I can remove the ones that have the known litigator. I can call primary or just mobile. I can send them a follow-up message that says, hey, Jim, I just left you a voicemail. Call me. It's important um, after you leave them a voicemail. And then just like that, within a matter of minutes and clicks, you're going to have 100 people, 100 phone numbers, whatever, that you can just start calling who bought properties recently. Uh, there was a just... Um, a couple months ago, Gavin, do you remember we did a uh, demonstration of this? And the first person we called was a private investor who just bought a property in Florida. They lived near Washington, D.C. And we talked to them and said, hey, you know, we're investors here. We noticed you just bought a property. Um, are you looking for more deals like that? Right? And they're like, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and it was really quick and easy. Uh, super, that's not sales or anything. You're just asking them, well, what are you looking for? And this person went dive deep into like, I'm looking for these kinds of properties. I'm looking, you know, at I don't want that much rehab. It needs to rent for this amount of money. So that's going to be... Our whole point in this is it's going to be more important than ever as we're in this recession. And as it continues to get worse, you've got to know who the buyers are. You've got to know what they're looking for. And you need to get on the phone and talk to them. Cool? Yeah. Love it. So get on it, guys. Step one, find the buyers. Step one. We're going to do another video here in a little bit uh, for part two, step two. Uh, but if you want this PDF, it's a simple nine-page PDF that just walks through each of these steps. Go to www.reiproof.com slash seven steps, or the link is in the video description as well. So yes. we are doing a special little series here. We're broadcasting this out, um, talking about the seven steps investors and wholesalers must take now if they're going to survive this recession. And we don't need to go into the details because you know things are changing. And the first step that we talked about and the first video was finding your buyers first. Critical and important. Second step is going to be lowering your offers. And all seven of these steps, we broke it out. We used to have this big, long, fancy 50, 60-page PDF report called Recession Proof Real Estate Investing. But we've condensed it to just nine pages, just seven steps. And you can get that right now. The link is in the video description. If you go to www.reiproof.com slash seven steps. I think you have to do the www, but reiproof.com slash seven steps. So the link is in the description of this video. So check it out. But to this video right now, we're going to be talking about lowering your offers. And Gavin, why? Why do we need to lower offers? And uh, talk about that for a second here. And I'm going to, after you're done, I'm going to show you guys proof of what we're seeing right now and why this is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we talked on the last video, right, about things staying on the market for one, two days, going 30, 40, 50,000 over asking, depending on which market you're in. Uh, and you could afford to pay uh, offer more uh, on your properties and still be able to wholesale them, still be able to fix and flip them. Uh, and even on your buy and hold, right, all the prices have, have, have gone up. Now what we're seeing is that buyers are reducing their prices, which means you need to get them lower to create and make the spread of, a, for instance, a wholesale deal. Um, so that is why you need to make sure that you're going in. Otherwise, you're going to begin. Time is money. You're locking things up too high and you're not going to be able to move them. And what that means is, and it's not a problem, you can get out of one or two contracts, you can renegotiate, but if it's a consistent thing, it's going to be 
from a mindset standpoint, it's going to get super frustrating. It's going to be very negative. You're not going to be making money, but you're spending a lot of time. So that's where you need to sharpen up on your sales skills, your negotiation skills, uh, your building rapport skills, uh, and, and learn how to actually get these properties down. Understand because the seller is going to be looking and they don't know. They're not investors, right? They're not looking and watching the market potentially like we are. And they still think that things are still selling probably. And that's going to be their mindset. So it's probably going to take six months, maybe a year to actually get the sellers on board to go, oh, no, like things are sitting there now. They're not moving so quick. They're not going over asking because over the last two, three years, that's all everyone's heard of, of that happening. So making sure that you're making, you know what the buyers are buying, right? And their prices going low enough to get the contract so you can move it. It's going to save you a lot in time. Don't contract things that you know you can't move because you just make wasting time uh, and really get better of, on the sales side to use your negotiations to be able to do that. And, and this is what we're seeing. I was just talking to a big, big wholesaler in San Diego. And it used to be uh, six, eight months ago, a year ago, you could get away with offering 80%. You know, the typical Mayo formula after repair value times a certain percent minus repairs minus your wholesale fee. Well, you could get away with a little while ago doing ARV times 80%, 85% sometimes, right? In hot markets. But now they're backing down to 70% or lower, even in hot markets like California. You don't want to be caught with your pants down, right? You've got to make offers that you know. So when you're looking at comps, you can't go back a year anymore. You need to go back two, three months when you're making offers. And if before your formula was, and everybody has different formulas, but if your formula before was ARV times 80%, now you need to do 70%. Maybe if it, before if it was 70, 70%, now you need to do maybe 65, 60%. But, um, you know, the numbers just speak for themselves. And if I'm going to, I'm going to show you right quick here, um, what we're seeing in one of the um, zip codes. We were just looking at the previous video Marion County, which is Indianapolis. We looked at the top zip codes, and this is one of them, 46218. And what's the first thing you notice? This is just houses for sale in that one zip code. Do you notice how many there are? Like, I don't know how many there were before, but I know this is almost, it's got to be double or triple what we normally would see available in this zip code. Before, when we would look these things up, there would be a trickle of them. Now there's a bunch of them, right? Now, let me show you something else. Let's go to Redfin because sometimes with Redfin, you get um, better ways to look at these types of things, all right? So I'm going to go, these are, there's uh, 200 homes for sale, 200 homes and properties for sale right now in that one zip code, okay? Let's go here to all filters. Let's go down. Let's look at all the ones that have been on the market over 30 days. There's 139 that have been on the market over 30 days. I mean, that, again, that's unheard of. That's Most crazy. Of these, yeah. Right. Let's scroll down here and you can also do price reduced. Let's look at the ones that have been, the price has been reduced in the last 30 days. 29 properties in that one zip code, the price has been reduced in the last 30 days. I mean, is that crazy or what? Now let's sort this from newest, I guess. I don't know. doesn't matter here. But you're looking at homes here. Let's just look at this one. This is an 84,900. This looks like it might be a good rental property and uh, doesn't need much work. Inside, it's rent ready. Okay. Let's look at the kind of the details here. It's been on Redfin for 32 days. A rental like this, something's going on if it hasn't sold yet. And a lot of times you can see the history. Keep on scrolling here. Okay, look at this. I'm going to zoom in a little bit. 
It was listed for sale June 6th, which was a month and a week ago. It's gone pending, dropping, fell through, relisted, and has been price dropped three times now. Okay. I'm telling you, that's unheard of, (laughs) at least in the last five years in these hot zip codes. So when you're looking at these things, you got to look at, all right, well, all right, if I want comps, um, well, let me show you one other thing here too. Back here at Zillow, um, you're going to see a lot more rentals than you've ever seen before, available rental properties. Look, at here's 45 properties right now available for rent in this one zip code. 45, that's a lot. So what is that going to do to rent rents? It's going to lower the rents. You're going to start seeing rent decreases. Um, because, I mean, there's, it's, it's not going to maybe be that dramatic, but guys, when there's 45 in just one zip code, it's going to put downward pressure on the rents, which means what? With the investor who's looking to buy these deals, they still want to make 10% on their money, 15 cap rate or whatever, eight cap rate. So if they're still following this rule of the 1% rule or whatever it is, the lower the rent means the lower they're going to be willing to pay for these properties. And with hedge funds not in the business anymore, buying properties here anymore, we're starting to see hedge funds also selling their inventory. So that's going to drive rents down a little bit, which is going to lower your price. But let's look here at solds. Let's look at solds. Now you could, before I would go back to the last year. And in the last year in that one zip code, there's 678 comps. But now it's more important that you look back three months. Now still, this is encouraging to me. There's still a lot of activity. In the last three months, there's still good activity. 173 homes have sold in that zip code. Most of them are going to be sales uh, solds to um, investor buyers, right? And you can look at these and let me remove. Okay, yeah, so the... Uh, those filters had, had, had already been replaced. So you just got to know these areas. If you're going to be doing any kind of marketing, which we recommend you do in 46218 because there's a lot of buyer activity there, investor buyers, look at what they're buying. Let's sort this actually from low to high. There's some vacant lots that have sold here. That's interesting, isn't it? Vacant land. I like vacant land. Let's move this to just houses. All right, 140 houses. But this one sold in June. 55 grand. You can go in. Sometimes you can see the price drops, what happened to the prices here. It might have sold really fast. I don't know. Yeah, it sold for 55. Um, But this is going to show you when you look into this and you start looking at comps, all right, what do I have to offer? Your numbers are going to change. They're not the same as what they used to be anymore. All right. So that's number two. Step number two, start lowering your offers. Don't go back six plus months for comps, go back three months for comps. And look at the rents. The rents are coming down as well. Cool. Anything else, Gavin? No, just keep the the, uh, the offers lower because you're going to save a lot of time by locking up things that you can actually move. Yep. And there may be this period, uh, I call it the gap, where we know what's going on in the market. We can look at the stats, but a lot of homeowners and sellers haven't figured that out yet. So a lot of, there's a period sometimes of three to six months, maybe six to 12 months, where it takes this, it takes time for the sellers to realize, man, my property is not worth what it was before. It takes so you got to have you got to be ready and prepared for that. Um, all right. So anyway, go to www.reiproof.com/slash-seven-steps to get this nine-page PDF report, and it will uh, outline these seven steps. Here, we're going to do another video here in a little bit, talking about step number three. All right, we'll see you guys there. Bye. Thanks, Thanks Gavin. Bye.